Jonah. Your mystery man? His name's Frank Castle. He's a self-styled vigilante. Calls himself the Punisher. He's wanted by the FBI. And even the CIA want him for questioning in the disappearances of various crime figures. Welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of March 20th, 2022. This is episode 169. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, 20th Century, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. Now, it happened again. I, I've been neglecting the surveys. Um, I... I got to find out a better way to do it but i'll get it out i will get them out and uh also apologize for last week's episode i uh had some technical issues with the microphone i i had the microphone plugged in but didn't realize that the uh the computer was using its own microphone over the uh over my podcasting microphone so uh yeah i i apologize for that but you know the computers do what computers do and on that bombshell, we'll be back after these messages from our friends and sponsors. Hey Matthew, Jim Hill here. I do the Marvelous Disney Podcast with Aaron Adams over at the Jim Hill Media Podcast Network. I know, I know, very humble sounding name. Uh, anyway, I really enjoy what you've been doing over on the Disney Marvels podcast. Uh, but as you probably already noticed, the Marvel Us Disney and the Disney Marvels podcast names are very, very similar. Which is why I imagine I keep getting mail for you. Um, that's actually why I'm calling today. I wanted to know what you'd like me to do with all of these Yankee Candle catalogs. Uh, so uh, please get back to me. Uh, oh, and uh, keep up the great work with the Disney Marvels podcast. Thank you for those kind words, Jim. And make sure to check out Jim Hill on the Marvel Us Disney podcast with Aaron Adams to find out all sorts of wonderful things about Disney, well, Marvel uh, particularly, what's going on with them. And Jim, uh, those catalogs, I'll make sure to give you the forwarding address. And uh, unless if you want to order something, go right ahead. And once again, make sure to check out Marvel Us Disney with Jim Hill and Aaron Adams, wherever you find or listen to your podcasts. And now, on with the show. Disney has gifted us with many things to talk about. As I've always said, 
the wonderful thing about having a show about Disney is that there's always something to talk about, either stuff from the past, the, the huge library of movies and events and history that's happened with Disney or around Disney. And then there's the news that the company will give us uh, one way or another to talk about and, and fill our time with discussion. This week just happens to be one of them when we have not one, but two possible trailers to talk about. We, we'll see how much time we have going here and some news and um, some listener stuff to discuss. So naturally, I have to bring in someone that knows more about knowing stuff than I do. And this would be our friend Isaac. Isaac, welcome back. How are you doing? Hey, man. It's a pleasure to be back on the podcast. As always, thank you, man. Thank you, thank you, and uh, it's the honor's all ours. <laughs> the fans keep asking for you back. Uh, <laughs> I have no clue, but <laughs> I am back. My um, popular request. So Still yeah. Like- so um, uh, first off, as we were discussing in the pre-gaming session, um, got a message through Twitter from a Molly Alford. And just so that way she knows that we are talking specifically about her. It's Molly Alford um, for eight for eight on Twitter. So thank you for reaching out to us. We um, she want us to discuss the redesign yet again of the um, the new Punisher uh, symbol and also kind of look. So I know we both kind of looked into it a little bit. Um, what is your take on this new redesign? Um, yeah. So for for the people out there, they're they're asking for uh, like like Matt said, um, the reason now the the reason for the change. Um, uh, Marvel basically is going to change uh, the Punisher's uh, classic uh, skull logo that's been around since I believe the 70s, or maybe even longer than 50s, 60s, 70s. And instead, um, for the new, I guess for uh, which I believe is a brand new reboot for the Punisher at the moment, or, or, or which I think will probably be a new one, is that um, uh, instead of the skull. Uh, Castle is going to be donning a basically the Oni, which now the Oni is a Japanese mythical demon monster that's going to be placed on his chest because in this story, um, particularly he ends up joining the Hand, which um, basically is Daredevil's um, pretty much arch arch cult that he fights against. Um, if anybody remembers, you know, the, the, the hand has been pretty much happening in the Netflix series, both seasons one and two, and in, in Defenders. So people are, are, are pretty reintroduced. Um, so that's one of the new reasons where um, Castle's taken on this new look. But and, and as well, on top of that, and the other reason for that change is usually that um, um, the skull has been used for law enforcement and if anybody has been aware of through 2020 with the recent events uh, of george floyd and police uh, and i understand of police issues and brutality normally you know on a certain policemen they tend to adopt that as their kind of their symbol for most police and cops so 
it seems to be maybe a Marvel. So it seems based on that, it seems like it was Marvel's move to kind of adopt a brand new symbol for the Punisher to kind of be used moving forward. Now, um, I'm not too sure. I don't know if this is permanent. It sounds like this might be a, a, a true permanent change to kind of separate from the use of the skull. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it's kind of tough because you like, again, it's, it's kind of like that symbol's kind of out there. So, I mean, basically to me, it almost kind of sounds like they're just kind of, Marvel's almost kind of far than that symbol to to them, you know, to, 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 uh, certain, certain parts of law enforcement and trying to separate that character, um, to doing something else because if anybody remembers what the Punisher was, the Punisher was that kind of character that went pretty much after corrupt people, bad to corrupt people, you know? So I think they just kind of want to separate that symbol away from what the Punisher stands for and not, um, let it kind of be used for what it's used at the moment. Um, <clears throat> yeah, also one of the other things, I think this was really what um, kind of maybe drove the nail into the coffin for that uh, for that symbol. So you had the instance that you were talking about, and then on top of that, supposedly there were people brandishing it during the uh, capital tax on January 6th. So... You have um, you have multiple instances of the the symbol. The symbol has been around for such a long time, and it's become such a um, iconic but uh, well distributed symbol that it's kind yeah. of gotten out of hand and out completely out of Marvel's control of where it is. You you see it on things everywhere, left and right. It it, it is. Um, probably next to like Captain America's shield, Spider Man's uh, symbol, even probably more than Spider Man's symbol. You know, the the skull for the Punisher. Um, it's become such a um, used and iconic symbol. Um, also the image of the Punisher, as far as what the Punisher, um, kind of has become, as far as the the mental image that people have towards the Punisher of you know guns blazing, um, just running over bad guys, uh, just going in again, guns blazing, blowing things up left and right. In this day and age, with everything that's going on in the world, that may Marvel I feels this is not. To keep this character around, we do not want to um, embellish that image at this time. It is not culturally sensitive. It's not. Um, it's not what we want to be remembered for. So or known for. So he's now he's joining a ninja group. He's not using guns. He's using swords and stuff more often. Um, he's adopted more of a the hand type of look. And his he's more ninja, stuff, than, yeah. Than, than um, he he kind of almost makes me think of Shredder from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> that that kind yeah. of you know he got all the ninjas behind him, but you could tell he's like a leader. Mm-hmm. You know he's he's not the um, he's not one of the uh, 
regular ninjas. There, there's something a little extra about him. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- the skull is worked into the symbol, but it is there's more to it than just the plain skull, which has been evolving since the day the character was created. Yeah. Um, between the TV shows, the movies, um, a- animated series, and in the series in the comic books, it, it's it's evolved and evolved and evolved again. Um, and I don't think this is, it may be a permanent change, but it's not the final iteration. It will change again and it will change again over time. Just like any character um, in a comic book series, all permanent change is temporary. Yes. So, you know, will we ever see the, the, the true skull of the Punisher again and the Punisher brandishing his machine guns and, and rocket launchers? I don't know. I can't answer that. But uh, will this be the definitive end of it? No. This this too shall change, and it will change in some form or fashion. Yes. So, Molly, thank you for, for sending that on. Um, you know, And as far as how do I feel towards it, I'm not a huge Punisher fan. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not high up on my my uh, Marvel character list. Um, so I, I personally, <laughs> I think it looks a little funky, but <laughs> it is what it is. Um, I, I'm not losing sleep over it. No, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a cool design. It's, it's a cool design. Like you, you do keep some aspects of his original skull design, but now you kind of work in the demon horns and on you know, the teeth a little bit long. You add tusk. To, to, to the bottom of it though but yeah I mean is new change new logo new look uh, we'll see what happens with the uh, with new uh, uh, new run of Punisher yeah just my my honest take on it if you're a huge Punisher fan wait to see how this plays out because remember at one point Thor was a girl yeah, true. um these things change sometimes faster than we thought they would. So, um, yeah, so that is that one. Um, speaking of Punisher, um, there's rumors out there of Daredevil series, um, getting some sort of relaunch reboot. Um, I know we were talking a little bit about that. I, I, haven't found out too much other than whispers of that this is happening because obviously we've seen Charlie Cox in um, Spider-Man: uh, Far, um, No Way Home, mm-hmm. which is now on digital and in April will be coming to Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, and then we also have uh, um, Donofio in uh, the Hawkeye series. So yeah, obviously. These characters now exist. Uh, the telling sign, though, is that the when the Netflix series finally hit Disney Plus, they are in their own little category as the Defender series, um, and they are not um, added into the MCU timeline. So, well, I guess not proper, right? Because right. 
you know, um, just like the X Men movies. Yeah, um, they're 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 there, but they're not properly. They've not been mentioned because um, I know remembered Vincent for you was um, interviewed on saying that if is that your is this a new version of Kingpin that you're playing for the Hawkeye series? And he came out and said, no, it's the exact same version that you're seeing in Netflix. The version you got from Netflix is the version that you got from, or you got it in the, the MC, uh, you're getting right now in the MCU currently. So now he could have just been saying that maybe he was just kind of portraying those same characters, the same film look, but... Um, with this news of a potential new Daredevil series, with Charlie Cox coming back and Vincent Delfero, it you know it does kind of make sense that maybe the Netflix series is may start to be a little bit more canon, leading into the MCU proper, like uh, as you said. And if you remember, um, you know the Echo series is coming out, mm-hmm. announced Echo. And one, and if anybody does follow the comics, Echo's love interest right now is Daredevil, Matt Murdock. You know, so we'll see what happens with that in the next couple. Yeah, <laughs> probably there's a couple couple of years right now because they still kind of have a a set order of things. So we may not get a Daredevil. I mean, I think they might go into production pretty soon, but we may not see it. For maybe a year or so, you know, yeah, so that's a shift on the board. We probably still got a little time on that. They haven't announced if any of the other cast is coming back. No, so like I said, they barely have announced any this show at all. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, there, there's a lot more Daredevil that they can tell and and work with. Um, I'm I'm still hoping that Charlie Cox shows up in She-Hulk. <laughs> Uh, I, I just, you know, even just, a, again, a brief cameo, just like in Spider-Man, he's just, you know, I'm a really good lawyer and just walks off or, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, that, that I think, would just, I think collective minds will just explode at that point. There he is again! <laughs> Remember that, Ben. Marvel yeah, Law no, & Order. Uh, I'm, Tonight I'm, on Disney+. Plus. I'm I'm just kind of happy that we're getting we're gonna get more Daredevil and then we're, we're gonna at least get a, a continuation. I don't know if we're continuing from the previous Netflix story, but we're gonna hopefully get a continuation of some of some form, kind of moving forward, which I am I, I, I'm excited for. I think Daredevil is such a really cool character and really should have the opportunity to. Inter- be integrated with MCU and kind of mix it up with um, the other characters. I'm just kind of sad that he, I wish he was introduced earlier to really mix it up with, say, like Tony Stark and yeah, and Steve Rogers and the other, the, the last iteration of the Avengers. But, but I think it's still. I mean, the old guard's going out. You bring in the new guard. Um, I, I am happy for. Charlie Cox to to be brought back. The term I've seen thrown around is a soft reboot. And what does that mean exactly? Who knows? But I could see it also going down this way. That they bring the series back. They don't reintroduce, you know, how he got his powers and him learning everything all over again. He, He walks on 
as the daredevil we we know Mm -hmm. and moves forward from there but not fully acknowledging the events of the the past three seasons yeah so you can do something like that or you could even do and, and doctor who did this kind of the past happened and just leave it at that and just keep moving forward and then occasionally going back bringing in select things that they want um to be part of the the canon going forward okay we'll bring in oh let's mention this now okay we'll bring in this thing um and cherry pick from the past you know couple seasons kind of like what they are doing right now with star wars (laughs) kind of like what they're doing with star wars yep (laughs) kind of like what they're doing with star wars where they're they're moving forward in uh here and there um which I think could bring us to our next little segue, uh, Kenobi. Why don't we talk a little Kenobi? Um, yeah, Kenobi. <laughs> now, now I wish Matt was here to discuss this because we continue the conversation that we had regarding the end of Boba Fett and what we thought was going to happen. And here we are, Isaac. Someone who is not familiar with Rebels, not familiar with the the Clone Wars TV series, and hasn't, I'm going to assume you have not played Jedi Fallen Order Mm, video game. Okay. No, no, I'm not. So, what was your take on the trailer? Just the the overview and some of the characters that they showed. You know, for what I got from the, 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 I mean, the, the, the trailer wasn't bad. You know, it wasn't a bad trailer. Um, you know, really well done. I just feel like uh, Ewan McGregor hasn't aged <laughs> hasn't aged a minute. Well, you um, see him as Bit commercial, the this the yeah. uh, crypto commercial. He it looks like as he did yeah. whatever he filmed the first three yeah. the prequels. He, he hasn't looked. We haven't. We didn't see anything. We haven't seen any hating Christian. I think another character, uh, another person that popped up that I was really shocked was uh, Joel. Uh, Joel, I want to Joel Egerton from the from the first one. Yes, he made an appearance in this too, which was very Owen. Yeah, long back. So he he's making an appearance on that, which I thought was just pretty gonna get Adachi to get some power converters. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, that again. That being that being said, um, I just don't know. It, again, the tra- the trailer was really well done, but then again, like like you said, what we discussed in the previous uh, episodes, um, you know, it's again, this is really made for the hardcore Star Wars fan and as of heart who has kind of followed everything up to this point, you know, in terms of watching Rebels, in terms of watching the episodes, in terms of watching and everything in between Clone Wars back in the day. Because again, all that is canon leading up to this moment of where Obi-Wan Kenobi's been doing for the last couple of years. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see, you know, it's, it, it, hopefully it's good. <laughs> That's um, yeah, the, um, 
see, and th- and this is kind of the the unfortunate part. And like we were discussing, that they are bringing in the expanded universe of the animated series into the live action stuff, which for people who watch those or familiar with them is wonderful. But if you're not as familiar with them, I wonder how they are going to introduce these characters mm-hmm. um, in a way that is uh, organic and the people that are familiar with them will learn to get excited about them and the people that already know who they are aren't bored with being reintroduced to these characters um, three characters that they are bringing in so far uh, one's called the Grand Inquisitor uh, yeah. the other one's the fifth brother and, and then the seventh sister and now they have another Inquisitor um, that is being introduced in this series. I'm wondering if she will be the catalyst or the the bridge to introduce the Inquisitors uh, to the the people who are not familiar with the animated series. Yeah. Um, in short, these are non-Force sensitive people, so non-Jedi or Sith uh, characters who have been hired by Darth Vader to hunt out the remaining Jedi. So basically, basically like almost hit so they're basically the Sith hit hitmen. Yep. And I wonder, this is again just pure speculation on my part. Um and I you know I don't know anything that to keep things the way that it should be because technically Vader and Kenobi do not meet again until Episode four, and the duel on the the Death Star. But we know Hayden Christensen's in this series. Is it going to just be more Hayden Christensen dealing with the Inquisitors, and that's going to be kind of his main focus? Vader bringing in the Inquisitors and hunting down Jedi, and it's going to be. Kenobi dealing with the Inquisitors and not having to face Vader himself. I don't think he's facing Vader. I think I, I, I mean, again, if you're if that is how that is going, to me, it, it sounds like the best bet that Hayden's return. Maybe did they say Dark Vader's coming back into the yes. series? Okay. Because it also, if you pay attention to the very end of the the trailer, you hear the breathing, the respirator breathing. Okay, yeah, they did. Yeah, okay. Because my 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 luck would have been okay. Then they probably would bring back. It would make Hayden coming back as Anakin would make sense because there could have been a time period where maybe um you know um, Obi Wan has a has a you know goes back to memory lane and had. It goes through like remembrance of when they were on a mission together, and maybe we get one episode of of just before we get Dark Vader return, we probably get Anakin and Obi Wan working together again on a, on on maybe a mission between the Clone Wars or something like that, which would More which I, would, I could see an episode like that uh, being played out. We could still have that. I think that would be which very would welcoming. make sense to bring it back. Uh, Hayden's character versus him in, in, in Dark Vader. But and I think those flashbacks would be more welcomed than the flashbacks that we got in Boba Fett. Yeah. 
or do you, or do you think Dark Obi Wan deals with Darth Vader in a dreamlike sequence? Because that could be another weird way of. Or does Obi Wan not know that Anakin has turned to Darth Vader at this at this point? Um, that is honestly a good question. We know because of so that, the end of Episode Three. Yeah, he he leaves them on the uh, whatever planet that is. I, I apologize to all who are screaming the name of it right now. Well, he's burnt. Yeah, that man's turning like. He's turned crispy. to toast. Yeah. He's right. got one limb to walk on. Yeah. Um, and that's where he leaves him. Now, they must know something more because of the intent to hide the, the twins. So the assumption is they know he's still alive and he's going to come looking for them. Uh... So the assumption is they, he does think he's still alive. Does he know that he's Vader? That's a good question, because if he's he's hanging out on Tatooine this whole time, what does he know? Uh, you know, you assume the word of this, you know, guy in a robotic black suit going around you know, with the Empire and taking things over gets around pretty quickly. Um, and Obi-Wan seems to real Obi-Wan knows of Darth Vader in episode four. Mm-hmm. Now, when does he find that out? Um, I, my guess would be before the Kenobi series, but yeah, I could be mistaken on that. No, no, it, it, it's a very, um, it, it's, yeah, well, I guess we're going to find out how they're going to... It's coming out in June. <laughs> That's the best way I can say. It's coming out May. in June. I don't know how they're going to... May, May 25th. Yeah. And there is oh, is it May 25th? May 25th. There's a very, very good reason why it's May 25th, I think. Uh, Tell me uh, why it's May 25th. Yeah, yeah. It's... it's, it's Star, uh, again, I'm not the biggest Star Wars guy. Why did you throw that on me? You know, I'm not, I'm not the Marvel. Yeah, Star Wars. I'm a little because eh, I, I like seeing you squirm. No, it is the fortieth anniversary of the release of Star Wars. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, really? That's awesome. Which became Star Wars: A New Hope. Ah, oh, beautiful. Because I know, I know, May May the fifth be with you is the the big term. May May the fourth be with you. May the May the fourth. Revenge be of the fifth. See, even yep. I'm messing. Revenge of the fifth. Fifth. <laughs> Revenge of the Fifth. Oh, man. I did come up with these. Um, Six of the Jedi. I don't know, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, but it's the actual anniversary of the movie. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, no, I thought it was yeah. true. See? Uh, so that, that, that's actually kind of cool. Okay. I, I was excited for the trailer. Um, the, the music that they, they referenced from some of the, from the older movies and stuff. Uh, the Duel of the Fate song, which is one of my favorites, um, just brings you in. It's that uh, definitive duel uh, mm-hmm. music that you know something is about to go down. Yeah. Um, the little you know uh, image at the end with the Disney Plus sign uh, with the lightsaber coming through. 
you know, a lot of little little hidden things. Uh, the Inquisitors. I haven't watched that much of Rebels. Um, I know of the Inquisitors from certain things that I, I have seen or and or uh, read. Also, I did play uh, play the Fallen Order Jedi Fallen Order game, and they they are part of that, so I, I learned of them through there. Uh, there's some the, some bad bad dudes. Um, you know, you give a guy a lightsaber that has two blades and can spin. Yeah, that that looks really really uncomfortable, even for him. <laughs> that's that's the way I view that. It's like yeah, that looks way too uncomfortable, even for that dude. Yeah. So no. I I I don't know, man. I I I don't. I hope it's good. <laughs> I don't know that. I really don't know how they're gonna handle the uh, the, the Dark Vader situation. It's gonna be interesting. The writers will have something cleverly wrote up. Yeah, and and Filoni we trust. Um, <laughs> and it is a one-time series. It's gonna be these uh, six episodes, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it. Okay. It is a one and done uh, situation. Um, I think, as I mentioned before, it was originally supposed to be a movie when Solo uh, didn't uh, perform quite what they expected. Um, that's when they kind of put the kibosh on all these uh, Star Wars stories movies because there was there was going to be more of them. Yeah. Uh, but now with Disney Plus, they you know it's found new life. This is something that Ewan McGregor has been championing for years and years. It has been him personally saying, yeah. "I you know there's this story to tell that you know we want to get this you know let's get this done." I agree. Uh, so, I, I you know especially if you have this star behind it pushing it, you know it, it's you know he's doing it from a fan perspective. I think you know that. That could lead to good things. So, fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, fingers crossed. And uh, yeah, and then there was one other trailer. You want you want to tell us about that one? What, yeah, what, a little so more the, in your the, wheelhouse. The next trailer, yeah, now something I feel a lot more comfortable comfortable with. Uh, so uh, a couple, uh, I believe it was a week ago, they just released uh, this uh, uh, Miss Marvel dropped. And um, basically now introducing uh, the MCU to Kamala Khan, a.k.a. Miss Marvel. Um, well, for fans of the comic book, um, if anybody remembers, uh, she is uh, she's basically an inhuman, which basically turns her... In, so if anybody knows the comic books, the Kree, which were introduced in Captain Marvel... Basically, are the ones that end up creating like um, this uh, Tijerian bomb, which basically is like a mist that hits um, that hits people that don't know that have Cree DNA, and they get infused into a cocoon. Eventually, after going through their metamorphosis, they either change into either they stay normal with powers or they change completely differently. Uh, basically titled Inhuman. Um, however, with an MCU, they end up changing up her powers a little bit now, which is a little bit more of the controversial side of it, mm-hmm. is the fact that um, instead of 
not getting her power through the Kree that it helps her in big in which there was a lot of stretching situations she gets her power through what could probably be the power one of these power bands um, that allows her to make these constructs basically almost being kind of MCU's uh, Green Lantern if you for will so yeah. in the whole situation um, that being said in terms of the trailer I have to admit I was a big fan of the trailer itself um, I was a little I, I there were some cool elements on it, but it I guess I'm not really into the whole teenager angst about the whole situation. Although it is great that you know superhero is being represented by New Jersey. So with that being said, filmed I'm in totally, Vancouver. Yep. Yes, I'm gonna totally, I'm gonna totally sit down and watch it. Uh, for for that alone, though. Um, again, I wasn't really big fan of the trailer. I thought the trailer was uh was eh, in this way, but. You know, I am looking forward to see how they're going to work the character into the MCU finally. So, yeah, that's my real take when I miss Marvel, though. But I think it's interesting. Um, how about that? I mean, what? What? Uh, let me ask you a question. Since you, so first of all, I'll ask you this question: What did you think about the trailer? And second of all, how do you feel about the power change? Not MCU kind of following the comic book origins of the character. Um. All right. Let me let me go at this here. The uh, the trailer itself um didn't grab me initially. Uh, with all the little the animated little bubbles and and uh, uh the '80s music track and the the which was it, it was it was the weekend, but it was actually played. Uh, well, sorry. Yeah. 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 But uh, I thought the bubble stuff was pretty cool. But yeah, yeah, but it 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 wasn't what I was expecting out of a, one of the superhero movies. Mm-hmm. But when you realize that okay, this is just a high school teenage girl, you kind of get like a sense of um, diary of a wimpy kid. Yeah, I did get the I, I did yeah, get a sense right? of that through the trailer. Um, yes, but then it it the the trailer itself kind of has like three phases to it. So you have that initial phase where you have the diary of the whippy kid. Then you kind of have this middle phase of, you know, the, the fangirl side of her. Yeah. And then comes the, you know, newest hero coming out of Jersey city, mm-hmm. um, part. Um, so once we got to the second and the third phases of them, um, I, I was more, into the trailer <laughs> um like i've been saying this is one of the the series that i've been more excited for and looking forward to so mm-hmm. knowing that i don't have to wait long till june 8th to, to for it to come out yeah. um i am i am stoked and uh, is it uh and obi-wan will be still going on at that same time right yeah uh, wow. I was thinking Obi Wan would be done, but no, because it, if Obi Wan is six episodes and that you know it's only May twenty fifth, yeah. Uh, unless, unless Isaac and that no one has said this, but now that we're trying to do the math, what if? And I'd have to look at a calendar here. Let me look, pull up a little calendar here. May twenty fifth to June eighth. No, it still doesn't work out. 
I was going to say, <laughs> what if they drop two episodes of Kenobi on the 25th? Maybe. That'd be interesting. But we would still go a week past the 8th. Yeah. That is kind of weird because usually that's not a Disney Plus strategy. Normally they would kind of let Star Wars and they would let things kind of overlap a little bit. But Right. You let one run its course to bring out the other one, yeah. which makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, that is that is kind of strange. Yeah. Um, huh. And and we still haven't gotten the uh, the the Thor trailer yet, which you have to feel will be dropping soon, right? I mean, that's also my guess is. Oh well, yeah. Um, it it will probably come out. April? Did, I, did I hear something about when it was it was coming out for? Oh, this month, right? We may be getting it this weekend. Really? Uh, okay. I I could be. What I heard is that there's a chance. Um, it may not actually happen, but there's a chance that it will be coming out for uh, during the Oscars. Uh, because the Oscars are on ABC. That makes sense. Um. So that is that is one possibility. The other possibility is they do not want to drop this before Multiverse of Madness to not interfere with the focus. Yeah. Um, so it may be something that comes out right around Multiverse. So May. Uh, Thor is due out in... Refresh my memory. Uh, Thor's uh, the movie was should be coming out yeah. July, oh, in July. So, so if you the, if you put it out in May, you're not that may work. But you also have to remember the toy line is going to be relaunching soon. So true. You know they want to make sure that everything kind of lines up properly before then. But uh, but anyway, going back to Miss Marvel, um. No, I'm looking forward to the series, man. I'm, I'm totally looking forward to the... Uh, again, still looking forward to the series. Wasn't really impressed by the trailer. Um, hopefully, the next trailer will be a lot more better moving forward, which kind of explains more of the story. This was more like a teaser of a lot of things happening and trying to get people excited. Hopefully, the next trailer really kind of shows... I would assume and so. And stuff like that. I would assume so, because... You, from the trailers that we've been shown so far, typically you will get kind of a a know nothing trailer that you know a trailer that shows you two minutes of absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. uh, just to get you okay. This is real and this is this is happening, um, and then you'll get a trailer that gives you a little bit more and some yeah. different footage and some different angles. I think they always do. I think they yeah. they, they lose they they'll, they'll they'll release a um like this was again a teaser trailer and then they release more of a trailer that kind of focuses on story. This is a plot. This one more maybe. like actually more introducing Kamala as the the, the character and a little more about her. Yeah, and um, hopefully get a chance to see more of those powers. Like, yeah, you 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 asked me about my take on the powers. Yeah. Um, I was a little surprised. Uh. No surprise about it. Jim Hill mentioned that there there was kind of a reasoning behind that, and it's twofold, and it kind of makes sense when you think about it. Uh, the first one being that we know that there's the Miss um, Marvel, Captain Marvel sequel coming out, 
the mm-hmm. Marvels, and it's going yes. to be Captain Marvel, um, uh, Je- Monica, Monica Rambo, Rambo, and Kamala. And Kamala, yeah. Each character is getting its own color palette, so that way, in battle scenes and stuff, you will know who is who. Which is true. Um, yes, yes. Um, uh, um, no, continue, continue, because I also ask you this. Then there's the second part to it, which actually makes even more sense. We know the Fantastic Four movie's coming out soon. Uh-huh. So, Mr. Fantastic, what's his powers? It's it's stretchy, but I think that's I think that's a I I get that. I personally I think that's a bit of a weird cop out that you couldn't really do let Kamala kind of have her powers. Although she'll still probably be able to do the whole big thing with the cosmic style. But to me, I thought that, that that was just a weird cop-out. I know that's the biggest one being thrown out there. Yeah. Um, but with the cosmic powers, here's the thing about that, too, because we understand it makes like it, it makes sense with Carol Danvers' character, Captain Marvel, gets her cosmic powers. Mm-hmm. Because you can almost connect that maybe... Because uh, she gets, uh, what, the, uh, the Tesseract. Uh, was it the Tesseract or was it something else that powered that ship when she shot it and it just blew, you know, hit her with uh, cosmic energy that turned her to miss? Uh, I think it that? was the Tesseract, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a Tesseract that was powering the machine that, 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 that hit her with all that cosmic energy. Like, that makes sense because at least those could be tied in the band and the Tesseract could be tied to whatever is, uh, wherever this power is coming from. However, Monica Ramos doesn't really make that much sense because, again, her power were generated from the hex created from Wanda that she went through. She went into Wanda Vision, and that's how she'd end up getting her powers. And those have no tie. Those are not cosmic. Those are more magic than cosmic. Right, because they're they're starting to. S- move scarlet witch's powers away from because she her she got the powers from the from the uh the mind stone so far from the mind so but the the episode now is rewriting that a little bit to say that she had the powers already and the mind stone enhanced them yeah so yeah, that's where we are with that. <laughs> <laughs> and there uh, you have the it, a letter master. opener. <laughs> but yeah, it's and usually like I and I guess that's maybe that's the best way you could I, I guess that's the way that you can explain that because yeah, for the long she probably had enhanced it. Maybe that's the best way you can explain that all of them did come. Monica Rambo got her powers through WandaVision as eclipse to her being enhanced by the uh, the Mind Stone. Yeah. Wow. Um, but so maybe she doesn't get the full extent of it. I mean, I guess that would be their cop out answer to trying to rationalize Rambo, make making sense on Rambo's end, and then. Uh, you know, the Marvels, um, while, you know, Carol Danvers got the full blast of it, 
and then Kamal Khan is given like a small taste of it through the control of a band. So um, right, it's like okay, we don't know from this from this little clip that they showed us. We don't know anything about this gauntlet of whose is it, where did it come from, um, how does it have these powers? Uh, you were you were mentioning before about the Inhumans. Um, it is something that as far as the MCU has never really touched on, mm-hmm. but agents of shield did. Yes. Uh, and so that's, that, you know, you can find out more about it from there. Yeah. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. There was, there was one point about the, um, when the, uh, oh, who are the, the characters in the original Avenger movie? Um, uh, like the Avengers, like, like the bad guys that they fought that came out of the portal. Oh, the bad. Uh, the, it was the aliens. Shikari. Shikari, yeah. Yeah. Uh, was led by uh, Loki. Yeah, that they left technology and stuff behind. Yeah. That you know was something like is this something like in that case, but now probably coming. Well, we do have the Kree on Earth, so is that something that one of the the Kree characters? left behind it it was some you know the way that it interacts with the human is a lot different than it interact with the Kree. Mm-hmm. We, we this we won't know until we actually see the series most likely uh, i'm not getting too caught up on that i think her new powers look pretty cool it gives her a little more oomph besides someone that can you know stretch and get really big um it just it gives her a little more pizzazz it gives her a little more emphasis uh, makes her flashier for the screen. Is that you know the best excuse of why to to make her powers different than what they are in the comic book? Mm-hmm. No, but um, it's not a character that I followed closely because she came out after I I, I mean mm-hmm. I mostly read X Men comics and then uh, life happens and I, I didn't read quite as many as I used to. So I don't know so much of her character from the comics. I know her from the Avengers game and fell in love with her character in the the Avengers video game that most people hated. Yeah. Uh, so to see her again, she, you know, to get a character from New Jersey, you're you're always happy because usually they try and bash New Jersey left and right when they can. Yeah, heck yeah, man! I'm I'm so down for this character, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, again, I'm looking forward to how how they're gonna handle this character. And I think another thing too, I know that uh, whatever how people think about it, I think it's great that you're seeing more diversity within a character like uh, Kamala Khan, and we'll get to see more of a Pakistani. You know, you're bringing in a Pakistani character. And, oh, I think uh, that's brilliant. I think that's really amazing. I get you get to kind of see because they're, they're and you know you have to give kind of credit. Um, you have to kind of applaud Disney, you know, depending, even though whatever you feel like maybe it is a market employee, because again, diversity does sell. Um, yep. You have to champion what Disney is doing. If, if, if Disney is doing it, at least they're putting, they're putting money behind it mm-hmm. and they're going to push it. So like you have to give amazing props to Disney on that end. Oh, right, because you, you're not even just... You're getting this series, but you already know that she's coming out and she's going to be in a movie, too. Of course. So this this is a character that they, they are running with for the time being. Um, they, they announced that they're coming out with the Ironheart series. 
Um, and Which she will make her debut on in the sequel to Black Panther, Wakanda, whenever, whenever the, yeah. when that movie comes out. <laughs> um, this year, isn't it? And yeah, this year? I'm pretty sure. I'm, yeah, I see. I believe so. I yeah, believe it, so. it's it's like November, December this year. Um, so that that's that's exciting. Um, as far as changing origin stories, I mean, they did change up uh, Kate Bishop's origin story. Yeah. So, uh, that's you know, it's kind of par for the course. You 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 figure that most of a lot of the Avenger characters they you know don't follow the exact origin story that. We have in the comic books. So, right. needless to say, a uh, lot of good things coming our way in the Disney Plus realm. I agree. And uh, um, between Marvel and Star Wars and Marvel and uh, yeah, we, we shall see what's uh, what's what with all this stuff and how they work out the scheduling stuff. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, out of the three of them, I think Ms. Marvel's the one that I am most excited about until I find out more about Daredevil. Awesome. Which I'm still, I'm still working my way through that, uh, the original Netflix stuff. <laughs> and now I can do it on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, right, yeah. I like it. I like it. Alright, Isaac, thank you again for joining us. Hey, it's a pleasure. Always a pleasure having you. The pleasures are ours. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again, Isaac, for joining us. And thank you, listener, for joining in as well. Let us know your thoughts on any or all these topics. Join the conversation on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Disney Marvel's podcast. On Instagram at Disney Marvel's podcast, TikTok at Disney Marvel's podcast, and on the Twitter at Disney Marvel's. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can also catch the audio feed from each episode on there most like most of the episodes most recent episodes and also some other content that i've been putting up there recently you can leave us a voice message through the anchor app or anchor.fm website or record your message electronically and email it to disneymarvels at gmail.com also please send us if you want to hear your topic discussed on the show Contact us at one of the above places or email us at that same address. Any questions or suggestions you may have for the show. Don't forget to check out the latest Disney Marvels blog at DisneyMarvels.blogspot.com. Links to all these are in the show notes. I know how little time everyone has and how crazy life is, especially these days with all the unfortunate things going on in the world. Um, these, These are troubled times. But... The highlight for me is the time that we get to spend together each week in discussing some or a number of things that we have in common that we like. 
and it really means a lot to me. Um, it means to all of us over here at the Disney Marvels team, all the co-hosts, and myself, when we hear from you, and we hear how much you enjoyed an episode, or you look forward to the next episode, or you get involved in the, the surveys. Um, also, share. Share out on the social network and make sure to tag us when you share out the episodes this way we can we can like it and uh, comment as well and thank you for taking the time to share our work with the with your friends um, also you while you're at it though go on to apple podcast or stitcher and leave us a review on there currently on apple podcast we have all five star reviews and uh, we wouldn't mind getting more five-star reviews. Please keep them coming. The more reviews that we get, the more likely they're going to promote our show and get more people. Walt believed in a big Disney family, and so do I. Don't forget to subscribe to our show while you're at it. This way you always know when new episodes are posted because I haven't been able to get them out on a regular schedule. I'll be working on that as well, or attempting to in the coming weeks. While you're at it, also consider becoming a premium subscriber. Really help the show out. You could do this over at anchor.fm slash support or find our Patreon page and sign up there and get some cool stuff. We get either of those uh, really going and we'll get you some private episodes as well that the subscribers will, will get in addition to the regular shows. You can also check out the Disney merch shop and get yourself some cool Disney Marvel swag and, and gear and stuff. We've got lots of cool pillows and mugs and different things over there in addition to hoodies, sweatshirts, t-shirts, baby clothes, and more. Support your favorite podcast and get some cool stuff while you're at it. You can find l- links to all these in the show notes as well. Because remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. In Japan, broken objects are often repaired with gold. The flaws is seen as a unique piece of the object's history, which adds to its beauty. Consider this when you're feeling broken. Now I'd like to end this week's show with a quote, of course, from Walt Disney. Fable animals are not real animals. They are human beings in the guise of birds and beasts. From the earliest beginnings, as his, car, as his cave drawings eloquently assisted, man has been telling many of these experiences and dramatic conclusions and comments through animal symbols. Again, that's Walt Disney. Thank you again for listening, everybody, and I'll see you next time.